Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AEW Rampage. We have Orange Cassidy defending the International Championship against Rocky Romero. A really good competitive match here that ended with Cassidy hitting an orange punch and the beach break for the pin. Uh, I really enjoyed this match. Trent Beretta looked conflicted on the outside, being connected to both these men, of course. The Kingdom defeated the Hardys. Roderick Strong did a phone bit with the crowd asking people for their names. Uh, just to scream it back to them and call them stupid for not thinking MGF is the devil. Uh, pretty lazy ending though with Matt Hardy and Bryce Remsburg doing a tug of war with the chair at the end until Matt Taven rolls up Matt to get the pen. Angela Parker bumped to Ruby Soho and said that he would like to take out Ruby for a drink, but Soraya interrupts and says that she needs Ruby, and if it means Angelo, she will also support him as Ruby walked away, and then Soraya started cursing at Parker and said that she hates him and she can't and he can't have Ruby all to herself. Sky Blue defeated Queen Aminata's Aminata's first match in ten months, coming off of a knee injury. She looked pretty impressive here, getting a bit of offense in, but Blue hit the TKO, holding on to the Dragon Sleeper to make Aminata tap out. And the main event here for the Triple R Mega Championship, a rematch from Final Battle as El Hilo de Vikango defends his championship against Black Taurus, who's making his AEW debut. Uh, another great match from these two, of course, and I would say just as good as their Final Battle match, if not just a slightly bit better, as Vikango hit his 630 senton to get the pen on Taurus. Impact Wrestling, so this is a best of 2023 show, uh, sprinkled in with a couple of the year-end awards as the next episode will be the part two of this. But for this episode, they show Josh Alexander versus Bully Ray from Hard to Kill, Mickey James versus Jordan Grace from Hard to Kill, Awesome Kong, Gil Kim, Jordan Grace, Trinity, and Mickey James versus Angelina Love, Giselle Shaw, Savannah Evans, Tasha Steeles, and Deanna Perrazzo for the Impact 1000 show. ABC versus the Motor City Machine Guns in the Ultimate X match from Rebellion. Steve Mackley versus Kushida from Rebellion. Deanna Perrazzo versus Jordan Grace from Rebellion. And then ending with Trinity's debut as well as Trinity versus Deanna Perrazzo at Slammiversary. And the year end awards that were announced on this show were the Knockouts Tag Team of the Year going to MK Ultra, Male Tag Team of the Year going to ABC, the one to watch in 2024 being Kylan King, and the Knockout of the Year being Trinity. We go to ROH on Honor Club. This starts with Devon Eriks making a return here to Ring of Honor, defeated the Workhorsemen. J.D. Drake cut a promo before the match, talking trash about all the wrestlers that come out of Texas. This only gives Devon Eriks a much bigger pop when they come out here, uh, making their Ring of Honor TV debut here after being on Final Battle. Fun match here for the crowd as Marshall Von Erich hit a top row moonsault on Drake to get the pin, and then Kevin Von Erich, who is ringside, puts the claw on Anthony Henry after the match. We have a proven ground match as Ring of Honor Women's World Champion Athena defeats Maya World after hitting the O-Face, but World gets a little bit of offense in here. Tony Khan comes out and introduces a new championship here in the Ring of Honor Women's World Television Championship and says that more details and information about the coronation of its first ever champion will be revealed really soon. Dante Martin defeated Lee Johnson as commentary tells the story of Dante returning here to Ring of Honor after suffering an injury at Supercard of Honor, and Martin gets the pin after hitting his full Nelson into a Uranagi for the win in a pretty fun matchup. We get this really heartfelt promo from Ethan Page saying that he's finally backing up what he's been saying for months now, and it's finally good to have Scorpio Sky back on his side. Gates of Agony defeated Blake Christian and Willie Mack. This is another fun and fast-moving match here until they stop Christian and hit Fall from Heaven for the pen from Bishop Khan. We get comments from Tony Nese and Mark Sterling after Nese lost against Ethan Page at Final Battle as Sterling says it's time they start stacking the deck against Ring of Honor, and he has a plan. Lance Archer and the Righteous defeated Iron Savages and Jack Jameson with Vincent hitting Autumn Sunshine on Jameson for the pin. Taya Valkyrie defeated Vert Vixen after hitting the surfboard into a stomp in quick fashion. Rachel Ellering defeated Charlotte Renegade and Maria Ringside held onto Ellering's ankle, but Layla Hirsch also Ringside saw it this time, but Ellering still comes back with the Boss Woman Slam for the pin. 
We get an interview with Dalton Castle showing a new character that's pretty much all shuffled. He says he hasn't slept since Final Battle, since he didn't win the television championship. And Johnny TV has ruined it for everybody and says Johnny and his wife will pay for it and he will ruin them. Action Andretti and Darius Martin defeated the Outrunners and the Infantry in a three-way tag match with Andretti getting the pin on Turbo Floyd after hitting a running shooting star press. Layla Hirsch and Rachel Ellering backstage tell Maria that they don't need her help anymore after what she did tonight, and they both put out plans to go after the Ring of Honor Women's World Television Championship. The team of Gravity, Dalton Castle, and the boys defeated Cole Carter, Griff Garrison, and the Spanish announced projects Angelico and Serpentico. Uh, Mas- Castle still came out looking all these shuffled here, uh, drinking coffee, his hair all over the place. Cole Carter and Serpentico weren't on the same page for this match as Castle had used Serpentico to attack Carter, and he took offense to that. Castle follows this with a bangerang on Garrison to get the pin here. And in the main event, Commander and El Hilo de Vikingo defeated Gringo Loco and Jack Carwheel in a crazy main event here. Hands down, the match of the show here that ends with Commander hitting a, rooting, a running shooting star press off the ropes to Gringo for the pin. We go to MLW Fusion. This was their holiday rush special. I was actually in attendance for the show as it was filmed before and after their one-shot show here in Queens, New York. And it starts with a scramble match as Akira defeated Love Dog, Alec Price, Jay Bougie, Nolo Katano, and Brett Ryan Gosling. A Christmas-themed fun holiday match here as Akira hit the death penalty on Price for the pen and the win. And after Akira gets to the mic and tells the story of the calling and how Ricky Shane Page became a leech and tried to suck the life out of him and everyone else, and he calls him out, the calling does come out. But they knock Akira out um, as Akira as Cannibal hits him with a chair. Uh, the goons take control here as RSP come out and they take out Akira with the Raven Effect DDT. Akira tries to come back with a low blow until security comes back to separate them all. We see Selena Del Runta get her ready for her match until she sees a sack in her office that spooks her out and it says maybe it's connected to the Azteca Lucha. We see a video for Sammy Callahan who's making his return to MLW at Kings of Coliseum. Zeta defeated Tierra James and Notorious Mimi, with Zeta hitting the I'm Prettier on Tierra for the win. Josh Bishop defeated Matthew Justice after powerbombing Justice through a table that was set up in the corner, and then Justice attacked Bishop after. Tony Deppen defeated Kevin Blackwood in just under two minutes with a roll-up holding onto the tights and some help from Griffin McCoy and TJ Crawford, who were on the outside. Zeta interviews her fellow WTF mate in Richard Holiday, who says that he's here in WTF to make money and possibly go after the world title. We get a promo for Matt Riddle as they announce that he will take on Jacob Fatu at Kings of Coliseum. We get an MOW World Tag Team Championship number one contenders triple threat match as Dylan McKay and Marcus Mathers of Wasted Youth defeated the main event and the team of Griffin McCoy and TJ Crawford. Wasted Youth hit a shooting star and a 450 on Midas Black to get the pin and the win. And we see Bishop and Justice are still fighting and they made their way all the way up to the roof where Justice flies off the side of a building onto Bishop through a table. Ichiban defeated Selena De La Renta by disqualification in her MLW wrestling debut. When Promociones Dorado interferes and Selena sprays something in Ichiban's face, they continue to attack him and take off his mask. Mascara Dorado runs out and scares off Promociones Dorado. We have an MLW World Tag Team Championship match here as Beaumier Fight Club's Mr. Thomas and Alice Kane defeated Second Gear Crews, One Call Manders, and Good Brother Number 3, uh, taking the role of a one Mance Warner here. Uh, they win this match by disqualification, so no title change here as St. Laurent gets involved. Richard Holiday walks out and starts brawling with Kane, which causes a DQ as Second Gear Crew retains here. And then WTF comes out and brawls with the Second Gear Crew with chairs and more involved as security run out to stop them. We see Janai Kai and Delmi Exo get into a scuffle in the back as Azteca henchmen walk in and hand Exo an envelope that seems to shock her a little bit. 
And the main event here, Jacob Fatu versus Alex Hammerstone. This is their third encounter. Uh, Fatu with some huge support here from the Queens crowd. Good competitive match here to end with Fatu hitting the Samoan spike and the double spring moonsault for the pin and the win. St. Laurent walks down to Hammerstein after saying he's done with him. And then Fatu and Hammerstone actually shake hands. And Hammerstone gets in the mic and says that he's not supposed to do this, but addresses the rumors of him leaving MLW. He says he's grateful for MLW as they took a chance on him when nobody else would. He praised MLW and Court Bauer for taking a boy and making him into a superstar. He teases this potentially being the last time he's in MLW. And he names all the wrestlers on the roster as a future for MLW. And then Court Bauer even meets him at the top of the ramp to give him a hug. Uh, yeah, it looks like this is the uh, ending of Hammerstone in uh, MLW. So we should see where he ends up in 2024. And the show ends with a video message from Matt Riddle, who mentions being excited to get back to MLW and MLW World Championship. Always alluded him. And Jacob Fatu is in his way to the road for gold. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes as Adriana Gambino defeated Katarina Jinx after hitting the chef's kiss, bringing her current winning streak to six as Jinx looks to get her first. Coach Campanelli defeated Goldie Collins after hitting the buzzer beater. The Last Call defeated the debuting tag team of the Mighty Mites, which is Spice and Sugar. Both are California indie wrestlers here. Spice goes by Gem Gemini, while Sugar is appropriately called Candy Girl. Uh, the much bigger Last Call finishes off the small Mighty Mites with the closing time to get the pen and the win. And in the main event for the Women of Wrestling Tag Team Championships, the, the Taga Twins retain by defeating Las Banditas after hitting a double Samoan drop. NWA Power was a Christmas hangover edition, and we start with a Christmas Wish Tag Team Battle Royal with the Slime Bowls, the Outrunners, Blake Troop and Chris Silvio, Boz and Eric Jackson, Crucifix and Devin Grays, and the Stew Crew. This comes down to the Outrunners, Slime Bowls, Troop and Silvio, as the Outrunners get eliminated until it was Tommy Rant and Blake Troop with the Rant eliminating Troop as the Slime Bowls win the match, and they ask for a future tag team title shot against the Immortals, which they will get at Paranoia for the United States Tag Team Championships. Missa Kate defeated Sal the Pal after hitting the kick fillet. Daisy Kill and Talos defeated Carson Drake and Lord Crew as Kiss made Crew tap out to pushing daisies. And then we see a replay of Kenzie Page defeating Camille for the NWA World Women's Championship from NWA 74. We go to NXT Level Up as Axiom defeated Damon Kemp with the Golden Ratio in a pretty good matchup. Roxanne Perez defeated Brinley Reese after hitting Pop Rocks, but Grease looked good in what was just her third televised match. And then Javier Bernal comes out in what was going to be the big body Christmas, but this was interrupted by Santa Vaughn. Yes, Santa Vaughn Wagner with the Santa hat on and all as Vaughn hits the powerbomb to get the win here. And on WWE main event, Indy Hartwell defeated Electra Lopez after hitting her full Nelson Flatliner, and Apollo Crews defeated Brooks Jensen in his main event solo debut, and uh, rocking his his trunks and journey separate ways type of look that if anybody saw his dark match from Halloween Havoc, uh, they know what this is about. Sadly, no journey song here. Byron Saxton even brought up Jensen's look and gear as a tribute to Brad Armstrong. A really good showing from Jensen, but Apollo hit this frog splash to get the pen and the win. That is it for me this week, and that is it for me in 2023. You can see me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. (laughs) 